Welcome to Working Matters. Before we start today's podcast, Claudia and I would like to take this opportunity to thank you for participating in the Working Matters community. Many of you are listening via iTunes subscription or on your feed reader, and we haven't had the opportunity to meet yet. This week, we're making a special request that you stop by the website and leave a comment on the blog. We'd love to know who you are and where you're from and have the opportunity to greet you in person. As always, you can find us at boldenterprises.com. With that, Let's jump right into this week's podcast. Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boltenterprises.com. Carl, today we're concluding our series on job searching in a difficult job market. Yes, we are not going to let this climate of fear and this kind of panic conservative response to the economy get to us. We're doing practical things to get comfortable with ourselves, to be in conversation regularly. And this week, we want to kind of get down to some brass tacks. Well, I'm particularly interested in this topic because one of the things when we started putting this podcast topic together was this idea that sometimes in a market right now, we we don't always get what we truly want or that's not mm. available if things are being cut off. So we wanted to talk about the realities of what we face with the financial obligations, well, mostly financial obligations that mm-hmm. we do face. And mm-hmm. the reality is that most of us can't afford to be unemployed for a very long time. And so if that is the case, then what do you do if you cannot find a job in the field that you're looking for? I shouldn't say cannot find a job, have not found the right job yet. And so I was very interested in, in uh, kind of discussing this topic and seeing what are the alternatives? What can we do in the meantime, in the short term, and how do we not get stuck in something we don't really want to do long term? Well, and you hit the nail on the head right there using um, the word alternative in the plural, that there are alternatives. And I think one of the things that gets us kind of stuck here is we kind of have this all or nothing mentality. Uh, We're either looking for the perfect job or we're not finding it. And the one is obviously very attractive to come across, um, but the other is just devastating. Well, and I think one of the things is if you're having a hard time finding a job, most people just say, well, just go do anything. Just go get a job as long as you're getting paid. And what we want to suggest is that's not helpful Mm -hmm. to just get a job, particularly if it's not a fit for you. There isn't anything that you want from it. What we want to do is back in our first series on what we want, sort of expanding are looking at what we want. Perhaps that gave you some ideas and insights into what you might be able to achieve exactly. or do in, in the meantime. Exactly. Yes, you could do something, but if it's going to make you feel demeaned or deplete you, it's going to have the opposite impact. Okay, so if we're going to do something in the meantime, what we want isn't available, and there's lots of horrid things out there. What are the alternatives in the middle? Again, what we're going to suggest is that your best clue is yourself. And here, what we're going to look at are our transferable skills. And transferable skills are those things that you can do that are not job or industry specific. So for example, being organized. You can be organized in any position. Working well with people. You can you know, interact with people in a variety of jobs. Do problem solving on a team. You know, Help people get through those kind of situations can take place anywhere. And so if we can identify what skills we've accumulated through the years that are transferable, that will open up, as you were describing, our alternatives to where we can take something in the meantime so that we're in a role that fits if we're not in the context or the industry or the people 
or the community that we ultimately want to end up with. Well, it strikes me too, Carl, that we never consider this an opportunity to explore something different and maybe have a little fun. So maybe mm-hmm. it's not something that necessarily is on the path to the ultimate career goal, but it is something that you're maybe have always been curious about or want to learn more about that you are willing to do something that is not at the top of your skill level, but perhaps a learning experience or something fun. Exactly. That's a great example. So the transferable skills, that's as if you were taking a photograph of yourself and we're pulling the things out of the photograph that it could apply elsewhere so that the new place, there's still a fit. Now, what you're describing is more if we look at ourselves as a motion picture and saying, okay, I don't know where the story is going to end up and I can't do what I think is next now, but can I get myself in positions where I can learn things or explore things that might teach me something about myself I don't know yet might actually equip me for something that creates new opportunities so that even while I'm there in this place where I fit because of my transferable skills, I'm developing in the meantime. So we can fit in the meantime and we can develop in the meantime. I think one of the things that I think to stress is important is this idea of in the meantime. I think we want to be able to be held accountable to the in the meantime part to do something for a time if yeah. that's what we want. Because there's the, always the reality is then we just start feeling stuck. Oh, yeah. And that's a killer. That's a killer. And that's why we don't take action. That's why we're stuck right now. That's one of our fears is that the meantime will be forever. And so we think we're unconsciously avoiding that. That's better to move. How can we do that, though? We need ways to remind ourselves and revisit. Well, it strikes me that the the networking, the relationships is probably one of the most probably key areas here because you're kind of keeping that on people's minds and your own. If you get a call that says, have you tried this? Have you looked at this? Have you, there's someone looking here, you know, come out, do it. And and maybe check in with yourself periodically. Um, Don't let a month go by in the new position, even though you're kind of consumed with all the learning without some of these other conversations going on, without comparing it to some other things. Um, We avoid that kind of risk of time just slipping through our fingers. You end up in that horrible place you described of feeling stuck. Well, I do appreciate this topic, as I said before, because I think in the reality right now is most people are not finding their perfect fit. And perhaps that isn't even in a good job market. That's not what's happening to most of us that we're finding perfect fits in our job role. So I think it kind of speaks to a broader area of our lives, which is just working is not always the perfect fit, but that's our goal is to find a good fit for us. And that's what will get us off of the couch and out of the paralysis and out of the discouragement is what I think one of your terms is, is kind of a reality check. And that though reality is not perfect, it is not bad either. And we can get a lot of things, building different things and moving certain directions and conversations and flow all at the same time so that we are interviewing and we are talking to people out there and trying different things. That's 90% of the battle because then these, as people comfortable with ourselves, we are taking action. I want to point to that being an empowering, energizing process, which the panic and the discouragement are not. Well, I hope our process had been helpful to our listeners. The idea of finding your voice, not limiting yourself to a particular job description or job category, but finding out what you really want and what matters about you mm-hmm. in the working world. 
And I hope we've helped to kind of take the pressure off of this idea of networking and relationships, not being about using people, but about being in conversation. And um, just the flexibility of trying new things and expanding your options and learning possibilities. And all of those, you know, take the pressure off. It's more comfortable with ourselves and others so that little steps are going on all the time. And that's where new opportunities emerge. Well, I want to point out to our listeners before we go that we do have the Resume Building Podcast up on iTunes if you want to go ahead and learn about branding yourself and really revamping your resume. And also that you are available to help people with just sort of revamping their resume and any of these kind of job and career counseling steps. We love coming alongside and putting together a structured, intentional approach to this. In the meantime, join us on the web anytime at boldenterprises.com. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.